Hello, everyone. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the one only show on the internet that dares talk about things like pop culture, TV, movies, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Westworld, all that good stuff. We are here with more great analysis, deep dives, discussion, the uh, spelunking of the cultural moment to bring up the glittering jewels of insight. I am Dan Selke of winnerscoming.net, and who am I here with? It is Mia Johnson, entertainment editor over at fansided.com. What's up? <laughs> oh, you know, same stuff. Um, at home, hashtag quarantine life. Uh, it's starting to wear on me a little bit, I won't lie. Um, yeah, I know. Those first couple of weeks were kind of like, you know what, I can do this. At home, watching TV yeah. isn't that bad. Now it's like, ooh, I'm getting kind of stir crazy. <laughs> How about you? No, I feel you. I've been safely like traveling back and forth like on the last videos or something I filmed I was at my dad's house and so it's like I can kind of like safely go back and forth between my house and his house he's not too far away and I can like be with my family luckily um but even then like if I spend too much time in one spot I I do really start to feel it I'm also seriously considering giving myself a haircut Um, haircut I was Might thinking about we'll see what happens. I don't I don't know if I want to dye dye my hair. Right now my Animal Crossing yes. head, uh character has pink hair. I was like I'm not going to do that. That's a lot of work. But I was like no one's going to see me so may- well I mean I guess you guys will see me. But other than that I'm like yeah, it's worth a shot. You know, <laughs> so you know, I 100% think you should do that cuz I'm curious to see how that would look. <laughs> um how else are you doing? Julie, hello. As we're in quarantine. Although, as we all know, despite quarantine or no quarantine, there's always news to discuss, always happenings to go on. Mm-hmm. And TV's still going on, so we'll talk about that. We'll watch some new shows. We both finished Devs. I'm curious to talk about that, because yeah. that was pretty interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, but first, as long as we're on the topic of coronavirus, quarantine, cancellations, all that jazz, um, there have been some notable new ones, just to update you with the coronavirus update. What's interesting to me now is that for a while we were seeing like these movies that were already completed get pushed back, right? Mm-hmm. Like Wonder Woman gets pushed back, Black Widow gets pushed back, but those were like in the can. The concern was we're not like we we don't want to open them in theaters when theaters aren't open. Exactly. Now what's happening is movies that had to shut down production and we're aiming for like 2022 dates are getting pushed back. Yeah, all the way that far because they can't. I guess because they, because they won't be ready in time. So yeah. we got the Batman pushed from June 2021 to October. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the second Shazam movie from April 2022 to November 2022. Um, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, which is... Yeah, what a title. <laughs> it's adorable. Like, yeah. for... Assuming they're going for campy, that's really cute. If they're trying to be serious, it's a massive disaster. Probably. It sounds definitely to me like a, a 2000s uh, title movie, like sequel to it. So I and, and I always say that Venom, the first one, felt like it came out in 2008 and not 2018 <laughs> or whenever that was. So I think that's right on there for them. By the way, Jacqueline says, don't do it. No haircut. So what happened to Andy on CNN? Oh, no. Did, did Andy Dyson Cooper... Cut his own hair. I, I will look that up yeah. and figure it out. It'll be probably right. What else do I do though? It's gonna be like down to here. Okay, we'll 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 reset that in a minute. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Julie granddaughter big time. I can only imagine. Um, at least I'm here, you know, with my partner and everything. But still, it's like, woof, it's getting weird. Anyway, yeah. so that's happening. Um, 
which is unfortunate. I saw an article today that, oh, by the way, though, the, the Flash movie moved up somehow <laughs> from yeah. July. Yeah. Away. So I've been saying for a while, like, this is going to permanently change the release schedule for movies, right? Because they got to push these things back, which means other things are going to push back, but other things are going to push back. Like, the entire schedule is just being reoriented. And mm-hmm. now that we're seeing these, like, really far-reaching effects, I just wonder how much, how far into the future it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think I mentioned in one of our other shows, I feel like at some point, like, whatever is kind of, like, in the works now is probably safe. Like, anything that's been announced, anything that they've talked about, but probably some other productions, like, in those really, like, early stages, uh-huh. probably going to be on the chopping block one way or another. Um, because. Yeah, it's sad, and it's it's really like it's yeah. Everybody is is suffering right now, so it, it it's like I don't think the movie studios are going to want to take big risks uh, financially, especially you know considering everybody is basically in the hole <laughs> at this point, and who knows uh-huh. how long it'll go on. And I mean, and of course, like I've talked about, like the the new trend in TV, like the post Game of Thrones fantasy trend, like something like this can kill it. like if there are shows that are like nascent and kind of being born but they're going to need to ride this 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 momentum if momentum is gone it's over yeah that's it (laughs) although i mean i know there are some big shows that are already well along that i'm sure will still come out if they can revive it but it's definitely precarious time for everybody and for you know for our purposes television and yeah yes Oh no! I mean, <laughs> I mean, and if movies and TV shows are under attack, under attack, whatever. Um, events obviously aren't happening. This is the first time, and I think that it's fifty-year history that San Diego Comic Con is just flat out canceled. Yeah. It's not yeah. happening. Not gonna happen. Um, Which, yeah, that was sad for me, obviously, because that this would have been my third year. Um, and I was just looking back at uh, my. My Instagram story that I saved from last year, just like all the fun that I had, like, you know, going to the panels, like just seeing cosplayers, which is always fun to see their creativity. Um, And honestly, just going to San Diego, California, which is such a dream, like landing there every time, it always boosts my spirits. Um, And so it was it. I think I have a group chat with my friends and we we kind of pretty much saw it coming anyway. It was like, there's no way at this stage in the game that they're not going to want to cancel it or that people, you know, or that people would even feel comfortable being around, you know, hundreds and thousands of people oh, packed no. into a hall. It's like, I, <laughs> it's like, absolutely not. No, thanks. Like, that's the other thing. Like once theaters open up, for example, like it's, it's one thing to open up. It's another thing entirely for people to actually feel comfortable enough to go. So like the effects are, are not going to be like an on off thing. It's going to be like once events start up again, it's going to have to be more than just we're holding. It's going to be we're holding them, and people actually feel all right going to them, which are two very different things. So yeah, it'll be a a long, protracted, weird quarantine, a slow build up back to normalcy. All right, let's move on to the next topic. So everything's being canceled. No one can go to anything. It's terrible. Yada yada yada. But there is one shining beacon of entertainment during this time. Um, and that is streaming services. We're all mm-hmm. using them. Netflix is way up. Disney Plus is way up. In a weird way, these services are kind of benefiting from this, except for Quibi. That has um, crashed and burned. Because yeah. <laughs> their whole thing was like, 
okay, 10 minute episodes on the train to work. And like, yeah, that's it can only be viewed on your phone. Yeah. Um, they, who knows if they'll be changing that or not, but yeah, that's kind of like, I, it, yeah. <laughs> that's too bad. But th- th- there is another big one coming around around the corner. And even with what you might call an advantage, I don't know if you really should call it that, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty worried about HBO Max. So this is really like, I think like the last of the big entrants for a while. Like mm-hmm. Warner Media is like on par with Netflix and Disney in terms of the kind of yeah. they can kind of command. But it's got some issues and we'll talk about it. First, let's watch this little uh, HBO Max trailer. Are any of you excited for it? I would be curious to know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. HBO, Ma- uh, HBO Max, yeah. which I still don't love that name, by the way, is... Uh, what do you think of it? Do you like it? it? You know, there's a lot... It has a lot of advantages. I think for me, like seeing the um, DC movies yeah, is kind of a plus. Not to say that I would love to binge all the, the DC movies as much as I do Marvel, but it does have an interesting catalog and this i feel like the scope of the catalog is is so very broad even though they kind of fall into that warner media umbrella so you've got stuff like you know you can watch wonder woman or at some point rick and morty or big bang theory (laughs) so yeah like yeah i mean it has like these like the licensed content i think is pretty good so so Mm -hmm. hbo max which will cost 15 bucks a month by the way We'll have stuff like Friends, Big Bang Theory, which are like really, really bingeable shows. Like those are like yeah. the most watched on Netflix. That in the office was going to the Peacock uh, thing. It'll have all these Adult Swim shows for the man children in the audience. So like you know your Rick and Morty or um, you know your Adventure Time, all the all that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it'll have dramas like all of Doctor Who. It has all of that. Um, all yes, of the West right. Wing. Yeah. People love to binge that stuff. It has all the CW dramas. So like you know. Everything from Supernatural to Supergirl to Riverdale, all that mm-hmm. stuff definitely has its followers, right? Um, I mean, movies, it's got, it's, got, it's got like all the Lord of the Rings movies, all the Matrix movies, all the Conjure movies, people love horror movies. Um, it's got Sesame Street. It's got like quite a lot. It, oh, it has all Studio Ghibli. So like Spirited it's Away. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Those I love. And it's like on top of that, still just HBO stuff. So you can watch Westworld, Game of Thrones, Succession, all of that. And I believe like a regular like HBO Go or Now subscription is like $15 a month anyway. So if you think about it, it's kind of like an added bonus. It, it, okay, I will say this though. I still don't quite understand if this is just replacing HBO. Because I agree, like if, if it replaces uh-huh. it, it's not as bad a deal. But the way they talk, they're not getting rid of just like HBO Now or HBO Go, which leads me to believe like you're not going to get everything. Like maybe it'll be one of those things where yeah. like, like you won't be able to watch the episodes like immediately after or something. 
kind of like Hulu and FX or whatever. Because um, otherwise, I don't know why you would bother keeping two services. Yeah, and that would be disappointing, actually, if that were to happen. Or like if you can't, you know, like most people, like if I watch Westworld, I can click play, you know, as soon as eight o'clock hits or whatever. So that would definitely be a, a kind of turn off, I'm sure, for some people, like if they can't just watch, you know, new episodes when they're new. It definitely would for me. And also, okay, so the, the price point is another problem. I mean, mm-hmm. look, 15 bucks a month is, like, not only the most expensive one on here, it's, like, yeah. by a decent margin, the most expensive yeah. one on here. I think it's at, at least, like, double Disney for sure, and then, you know, a couple dollars more than Netflix and some of the others. Yeah. And, okay, so the license stuff is pretty good, but the originals they have, like... There's no real killer app here. Like when Disney Plus yeah. came out, I was like, you know what? Disney is okay, but that Mandalorian show, that I want to watch. And I did, <laughs> and I loved it. I'd do it again. Um, Are you not here for uh, for um, Not Too Late Night with Elmo? Come on, Dan. <laughs> my nephew might be, um, <laughs> but, but probably not me. Yeah. So yeah, they, yeah. They, they got that. But okay, so like it, with, with that one, the, the Elmo show, like, like I get that you're trying to like to uh, uh, appeal to kids, parents, but like mm-hmm. if they already have Disney Plus, which is just like tailor made for kids, are yeah. you going to need that? Uh, I I, so. Yeah, I don't think so. On regular, I don't know. I, I thought that not to get too deep into the whole Elmo talk, but a talk show with Elmo made for kids. I'm like, kids don't really have the capacity to sit and watch a talk show. They kind of want to, you know see flashing dances and things like that, which I guess they'll have, but maybe that's me kind of like being a little nitpicky <laughs> about yeah. Elmo. I think it's a good point. Like, who is that for? Like, yeah. you know, it's love Jay Leno. Like, do they? <laughs> <laughs> we'll and then they've got, you know, that the Anna Kendrick show looks kind of interesting because HBO is kind of known for like the female centric dating, you know, Sex yeah. and the City or girls and stuff like that. Love life. So that seems up their alley, love life. And it, I think I read that every season's going to have a new protagonist looking for love, um, which they didn't really sell too much in the trailer. So that should make it an interesting concept. Otherwise it's just in the Anna Kendrick dating show. <laughs> I mean, it's not horrible, but like they also got new Looney Tunes cartoons. It's more stuff for kids. Like a documentary yeah. on the record, which is about um, injustices. They have like a reality crafting competition hosted by a famous YouTuber called Craftopia. I know my sisters would watch that one. I can guarantee that at least. (laughs) That sounds great, but I Uh I just don't see like uh, a must see new show. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. I feel like nothing's really going to get people talking. Like, yeah, like all, all, all those originals seem like I might, turn this on if I stumble across it after having watched the thing I wanted to watch. That's what it all feels mm-hmm. like to me. Whereas, and the Mandalorian, I was like, I want to watch this and I would get it. As- yeah. and, and the price point was low enough. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about what's going to happen um, with HBO max. I bet they are too, but it's coming out on May 27th. So just over a month from now. So we're going to find out one way or the other. Do you plan yeah. to get it? I am really, really, really stuck. I don't know. I think I'm going to wait it out. Kind of like, I kind of waited out Apple TV Plus until I realized that I qualified for like the free subscription. Technically, I still haven't watched it aside from like some screeners. So, I mean, yeah. Plus, yeah, I, yeah. Apple TV Plus, like, I don't know what's on that thing. That yeah. M. Night Shyamalan well, the Chris, show. 
the Chris Evans show is coming this Friday. Right. So if you do want to watch something, I, I did talk to um the guy who plays Jacob, the kid. Um, so he was fun to talk to. He was a really good uh, actor. He got really into the role. And it, I assume it's fun working with Chris Evans. So that might be something to check out. But otherwise, you know, it's still one of those just get the subscription or the, the trial and, and take it from there. I mean, I want it to succeed HBO Max because I don't know. I'm kind of an, in HBO's corner. Just I just have yeah. gotten to be comfortable there over the past bunch of years covering Game of Thrones. But um, I don't know, man. I, I don't love its chances, but we'll we'll see what happens come May 27th. Also, um, even though we're talking about quarantine streaming, we do have new shows coming down the pike. A new one that I'm pretty excited about is Penny Dreadful City of Angels. Yeah. Did you ever watch the original Penny Dreadful on uh, Showtime? No, I never had Showtime back whenever it came out. So this is all new to me. I didn't either, but I, I caught it on like Netflix or Hulu. I actually forget what I watched it on, but I watched it like years <laughs> later and it was quite good. It's like this um, set in Victorian London, but also what if all these literary characters were real, like Dracula yeah. and the Wolfman and Frankenstein, people like that. <laughs> it, it was, it was very, very rich and very, very um, atmospherically drenched in emotion and just like Baroque, like kind of, heart in your sleeve like throw yourself from the tower kind of high drama and it was really fun it was a yeah. good show this new one is penny dreadful city of angels starring game of thrones veteran natalie dormer marjorie terrell as a yeah. shape-shifting demoness um is set in <laughs> los angeles in the 1930s and it kind of intersects with like chicano folklore and Nathan Lane's a police officer, and Marjorie Terrell's a demoness. It looks pretty interesting. Let's take a little look, shall we? <laughs> a leader will arise and set all the kingdoms to war. And all it will take is one spark. Rise and shine. We got some butchery down the river. I don't start until Monday. Guess what, Slick? You start in 15 minutes. This gets out. We're looking at a damn race war. Let every Mexican in Los Angeles know I will build this road. The cops, they'll shoot you down like animals. If we let them push us out here, where does it end? So, okay. I'm into this because I liked the first one. I like Natalie Dormer. And also... I think it's interesting that this guy clearly has something he wants to say. Like the first Penny Dreadful was very much about these literary horror monsters. This time we're dealing with like the rise of nationalism. You got the Nazi flag there. We're dealing with Natalie Dormer wants to like tear apart humanity because he thinks they're so wicked and awful. Yeah. We're talking about racial politics. Like it kind of revolves around this guy who's the first Chicano police officer in the, in the LAPD with Nathan Lane as his older grizzled partner, which is a fun little twist for him. What do you think, Mia? It def- it, it, there's a lot going on, and I feel like it's a lot for me to wrap my head around right now. That's true. That first, what was that? I, I was re- looking at it, that image with the guy and his the, the face, whatever they did to him. Just, I get I get grossed out really easily, so but I don't want that to be uh, like a deterrent for me not to watch this show because uh, it does look it, it looks interesting enough. 
it probably will have some gruesome parts. I mean, oh, no. <laughs> it's not torture porn. Like, the first one w- was not that at all. Yeah. It's more of a, a, a dark drama that, you know, has to go into the, the seedier side of life sometimes. Not unlike Westworld occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Have there been many images on that that's... Have you ever stopped watching a show because of, like, a really gruesome image? Yes. I know the Red Wedding you mentioned. You know, the Red Wedding was not that bad. I was just upset that, like, so many people died. I watched the first episode of uh, The Terror, but season two where they were in Japan, or if that was season three... yeah, maybe two, season two. Season two. Um, and there was, yeah, there was just a part, I won't describe it because well, I can already see it <laughs> in my vision, but there was just a part like right at the very beginning where it got really kind of like, like minusculely gruesome. And I just like could not, I was like, that's in a line for me. I think I made it like five minutes in. So I, I have a very low tolerance for like some of the more gruesome stuff like on movies and TVs. I think I recall what you're talking about. If it helps, yeah. that's in kind of blue. Um, so you, 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 you were fine to get out. I mean, in, in terms of, um, I, I, I think this show, it doesn't have like a huge profile, but I think it could be like a sleeper hit right now, you know, cause we're all for, for new things to watch. And it is like yeah. one of the few new things coming out. And the last one had a big cult following. I'm interested. I'm interested in it. I'm at least going to watch for a couple episodes and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think like a murder sets off the plot, which, you know, it, it's it, always exciting. Oh yeah, it's that's a, that's that's as old as time that plot device. Um, so maybe after the first, uh, they find the body, it'll ease off on the imagery. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think Natalie Dormer looks terrific in that. Oh uh, yeah, love I, love, I love. I love Natalie. Yeah. Yeah. And she like plays. She plays like tons of different characters. She, like shifts her face to you know better infiltrate humanity. She's a blonde. She's a blonde Nazi. She's like a short-haired bureaucrat she's a zoot suit dancer person yeah and a demoness who blows up storefront when she walks by i think it could yeah. be really really cool because i can tell just by watching that like people really they had like big ideas you know like mm-hmm. you can tell that they're not like doing it by the numbers with this it's yeah. too weird it's too weird to be by the numbers which is incredible. yeah yeah, I was going to say, it, it's got a lot going for it. Even, like, you know, I, trying to hit, like you said, with, like, the Chicano themes and maybe having a little little diversity in there, you know, also helps, too. So I will say, I will say I'll say i I'll look to you for guidance on this sure. to, see, <laughs> to see what to do about it. So, yeah, and that airs uh, this Sunday on Showtime, which I do think I have. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be tuning in. And, again, if you can, I honestly forget what the old one was on. Might have been Netflix. I have it, so it can't be that obscure. But um, while we wait for that, what about the shows we're currently watching? What did you think yeah. of this most recent episode of uh, Westworld on HBO? With yeah. again, I I do not like these episode titles. Decoherence. Decoherence. Yeah. What does that mean? I, I had to look that up. Um, I'm forgetting now. I don't know if it has something to do with either like DNA or cell. It's a sciencey thing. I thought maybe it was another word word for like incoherence or something because I was like that oh, would make really? sense, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that. <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode was interesting because it was one of those not Dolores episodes, even though it's still a, 
about Dolores. Yeah, um, it was like no Dolores at all, except for that yeah. last part, I guess. Yeah, the last part. And it was, I'm really, still, I'm personally struggling because it is so Dolores-centric. Um, and to me, the the plot is a little, getting a little silly. This is me personally. Uh, sure, sure. And also kind of actors getting put on the back burner or a sidetrack to make way for more Dolores. So yeah, they kind of gave uh, William or the man in black hat kind of this interesting role. Um, and I know you, you shared a story about him. We can talk about that later and how mm-hmm. he felt. And then kind of just like even Bernard and stuff like Bernard is such a huge character. And I feel like he's had a total, like maybe 10 minutes of screen time this whole entire season. He's not really been doing a lot, has he? Yeah. Yeah. He came in like at the last minute, like, Hey guys, remember me? I guess you're a new Bernard. <laughs> I mean, like I'm all for focused storytelling. Um, I haven't minded that part of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, uh, my, my problem with the show always is I, I don't know if it's as smart as it thinks it is. Like, look, a, a, as fun as an idea as it is to see William, the man in black talk with like all the past versions of himself and, psychoanalyze himself like yeah. that, that has definitely been done and it, it, it's it's a little tired and mm-hmm. I, I gotta say like i'm not even sure why he's still around i i, I didn't, yeah i didn't think that they would bring him back at all and now yeah. we have an episode where he just gets to talk about to himself all other times his other forms in a little room and just work it out i don't know i Still find the show compelling to watch, but I, I feel like there's not enough. It, it's like it, it's like missing connections between the scenes. Like I, I don't know. I think the points they're driving at are when you get right down to them, not that mind blowing. Like you know, it's wrong for human beings to be under the thumb of an authoritarian regime, whether that's flesh and blood or wiring silicone like okay we we could figure that and yeah. uh yeah I, I i i'm just not really bowled over by much of what's happening what did i like i think i have become numb to that, that type of message and maybe it's because i've been watching devs too which i know we want to talk about oh, sure. um but i yeah i feel like i i'm sort of kind of becoming numb to like people clubbing me overhead and telling me that you know, life doesn't matter. We don't have free will. Choices don't exist. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm, I'm worthless and I'm meaningless. <laughs> and I don't matter. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I make I'm that death ship kind of sell for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, everything that I'm saying is automatic. It doesn't matter. But I, yeah, I would, I wish that there was something more to maybe to Westworld than just, you know the humans are actually hosts because they, they, they copycat yeah. things or, you know, their life is programmed or it's like, let's just get back to the actual plot other than really trying to drum in. Like this is more profound than you think because everybody humans and hosts are not so different, but that's, I was just kind of feeling a little beat up <laughs> this week. <laughs> I feel you. Yes. I am on it. And I know that some folk are, are, are really enjoying it and it, yeah, it's holding okay in the ratings. Like the ratings are, are solid. They're, they're, they're consistent. They're not like mm-hmm. crazy, but they're consistent. Um, so people are enjoying it and it is impeccably made and fun to watch. And I mean, yeah, that's a thing. I, I don't know. I just can't 
seem to really embrace it with my whole heart anymore. I, there's something, yeah, something, uh, that, something that it like turned, it turned at some point and I can't get back on the track and can get back on the road for yeah. me. I think because they did, uh, since they just announced that it's getting renewed for a fourth season. Yeah, they are. And we, we probably got another like two years, obviously, before it comes out. I, I, I would like to see them try to find a way to curb it back to the park and bring back that personality and that life to the situation in whatever way that looks like. Maybe they want to like roam free or, or something like that. But again, it, it, it's like every so often I have to remind myself like this is Westworld. It's not Black Mirror or it's not <laughs> oh, it's Black or something like that <laughs> or Rick and Morty. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, because part of the reason is, like, I, it, it feels like they're more concerned with, like, giving you this message about um, the danger of artificial intelligence. They are, like, making these characters into interesting pe- people who act consistently. I feel yeah. like they, they want to preach more to you than they want to tell, like, a fun story a bit. Which brings me to a point in uh, when William was having a conversation with himself and he was talking to his, his young self as a boy and um, the young, the young William, you know, who like wears a suit was like, or not. Yeah. He was like, you know, I, I, all I did was read books and you know, I, how could I end up this way? And then they flash back to the little kid who like, when he, he broke a kid's arm or something on the playground. But it's like, it's like the old William was such a pacifist. He didn't do anything. He was afraid to like shoot somebody. So how did he, you know, that to me felt like a character and consistency to be like, oh yeah, he was a bad kid. But also as a young adult, he was really nice and shy. I was like, that doesn't make any Mm. sense. He's a bad (laughs) seed. Maybe he was like a bad seed as a kid and then like suppressed it in his like youth. And then he doubled back later. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I got, I got kind of angry. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, yeah we've got two know. more episodes left. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, I mean, I like happens. the actors. Maeve is always fun when she talks and gives like her little, yeah. you know, her little sassy bond mod. She's great at that. Yeah. Although, why did she kill all those Nazis in the simulation? Like, what's the point of that? She could have, yeah, she could have walked right past them, made them freeze. It was just for the spectacle, I guess. I get, I mean, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> yeah. It was the same problem with like that whole like genre drug trip last week. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. so I get it. Like you get to make the thing go black and white and then like, you know, pulse the lights, but like, why? Yeah. Like, yeah, literally just for the spectacle. Just, to, just doing it to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not being very generous to it, but I don't know. It's not making want to be. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not making want to be generous. Okay, I did have a picture, but since you talked about um, being grossed out by things, then we'll just skip it. Uh, <laughs> feel what I'm talking about. <laughs> that ending was like, and then like Charlotte Hale, her character. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have trouble sympathizing with her too much too. She chose her family, and then she was blown mm-hmm. up, and now she's a. Um, she, she looks like Anakin Skywalker right after Mustafar, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That that to me was a little weird. Oh no, my AirPods are okay. They're good. <laughs> you know when you hear like the little battery low thing. I'm good. Uh, no more, no more technical difficulties. Um, Hail <laughs> to me was interesting because again we learned that big plot twist that Dolores was basically like every host that she assigned, uh-huh. but. Also, they are developing their own personalities, and the hail is kind of like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to da da da. So, how is that? How I'm, I'm trying to find the, what's the line between it being like 
kind of pale or like completely Dolores. Cause I would think like, if I just like put my brain in somebody else's body, it would still be me. There'd be no personality attached to that. It'd just be, you know, I feel like we've seen this a couple other times and I really can't think of examples. And right now off the top of my head, but you know, like just transferring your consciousness. So why is it that Hale is acting like, you know, this scared new person instead of Dolores? <laughs> and I'm getting like really frustrated. <laughs> I mean, I, I- I kind of like the idea of like, uh, you know, she's uh, gotten to the point where uh, she's developed a personality of her own, I guess, is what mm-hmm. they're going for. I didn't hate, but yeah, it's just, um, just they're, they're, they're just not selling it to me um, yeah. the way I want it to be sold. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. What do you think of Dev? Because that's another show that's, that's, that's in some ways very like Westworld, that explores some similar themes. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the dangers of uh, advanced technology, what it can do, how it can kind of dehumanize people or, um, you know, uh, take us on a dark path. Do you think yeah. to that show work for you? Because now we've seen the finale. Yeah. You know what? This one was a little bit fresh to me. Again, even though I said I was kind of being, you know, hit over the head with that message, there was something about this one and the way they explored that theme was at least a little bit refreshing. I'm not sure if I could put my finger on it, uh, but maybe I, th- I, I think it's more so kind of given it. It's a little thought provoking in a way. Like if you were to be in Lily's spot or in uh-huh. uh, Ron Swanson's spot, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, uh, you know, as the head of that company or whatever, what would you do with that technology? Or what would you do with that information? And so I think to kind of see those events unfold, like if you knew the future, how would you act? Would you still do the same thing or would you try to break away from it? So that's what I've kind of enjoyed um, about this series. I liked it more than I thought I would. I did too. Um, it's like Westworld. It, it's, it's, it's very, very well made and um, clearly has a vision behind it. I think a more yeah. interesting vision than Westworld and, and a, a more compelling aesthetic like at yeah. Westworld, like, you know, we were just saying like, okay, you do genre because the drug trip, because you, because it looks cool and you, you know, do, um, what, what, Oh, a round table of all your pastel because it looks cool. I felt like <laughs> whenever there is a cool visual flight, I, I love the set design and devs. I love the golden, yeah. Yeah, glowing the gold, all, the, all the shots here are just really, really beautifully put together. I think it's before. I love the juxtaposition of like this, um, like this ancient choral music next to kind of all this high tech imagery. Yeah, it gave me like kind of a you know like nature versus technology thing going on. Yeah, I do agree with you. After we talked last time about it, I went back. I watched the next episode. And I was like, oh, you're right. A girl who plays Lily is a little stiff. Like I, I like literally like after we talked, I watched the next one. I'm like. Oh God, she is. Perhaps <laughs> my favorite thing is my favorite thing in this whole series about that is like several characters have been like, "Wow, she's so determined. She's so yeah. brave, and she's so courageous." And she'll just stand there and be like, "I am. Thank you." <laughs> it's like I'm not buying that. I'm not. I feel like I see that a lot in, in like animes where they're like, "Wow, how can he do this? How can he go on? He's so you know brave and courageous." But you know they, the the anime characters actually kind of have the gusto to to warrant that. So every time they praise her, I'm like, are we seeing the same? <laughs> I definitely, uh, yeah, I definitely co-sign that. You're right. They they, they do like 
in the finale, like there were like two different people who like the secret Russian hobo spy was like, you were so mm-hmm. I had to help you. And then yeah. uh, Katie and Ron Swanson were all talking about like, she is amazing. Yeah. And um, I mean, she has, she has guts. She walks into devs, but I mean, yeah. at this point we're all, we're all like wrapped up in, is it really her choice? Like, is there a choice? Does it exist? And they didn't really yeah. explain, I mean, I guess, not that they have to, but l- like kind of the, the clincher moment is, so I'm going to spoil it now. For, if you don't yeah. want to be spoiled for devs, um, please turn away. Mm-hmm. Is that they built the system that can predict anything. And the climax is it predicts her and Forrest, Ron Swanson, Ron Offerman, uh, dying in the devs lab like in exacting detail and Mm -hmm. she does something that wasn't in the predicted simulation. But I mean, how, I mean, if, if it's really that accurate, I mean, maybe like knowing what's going to happen gives you Mm -hmm. the power to change it. Yeah. So I guess, so are they saying that human life is deterministic or not? Was she was she just the only one special enough to make a yeah. choice? Was that it? Yeah, was, she the only person really, cool enough? Yeah, because like kind of thinking about it was like, did they not have? It was like, at what point do you gain the willpower to be like, oh, I don't have to do this, you know, just because I've seen it doesn't mean I have to do it. Kind of like when um, the scene on the bridge when Lyndon was about to yeah. jump, and she's like, rough. "This is the part where you jump. You're going to step over the ledge." But I'm not. They all kind of act like this. Yes, I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> It's like, or you could just save him. You don't have to be that way. So uh, I, I also thought it was kind of interesting, like with all the religious symbols, like talking about Messiah. They definitely tried to compare like yeah. Forrest to Jesus. That having, like, theme the, came on pretty hard yeah. in, in, in the end yeah. there. <laughs> that like, and I was like noticing like the rings around the tree. So like early in the Halos, shots, they yeah. form it to be like a halo. I was like, I get it. And then of course the big reveal <laughs> I that-, get it. that Devs is actually Deus, which yeah. I guess is God in Latin. And I was, and I was kinda resurrection happy. happening too, like the resurrection right. in another life. Yes, a lot of I was kind of uh, elated that Deus was his one project and Ex Machina was his other project. So he put that both together and now it's complete. <laughs> so that, that tickled me a little bit. Uh, but overall, I, I would say that I do like it and I kind of like that it closed itself off. In like a conclusive effort, like there's really no guessing that you know there could be a second season, but doesn't have to happen. Yeah, I I I, I, I like that too. Um, you know, I think again, kind of after Game of Thrones, after some other big dramas, um, the the instinct is to keep shows going just because that's mm-hmm. what American shows do. Um, but they don't have to. I mean, you can wrap up a story, yeah. just tell a story complete, and then and then move on out of there. Um, exactly. Westworld might have been better if it had been a little shorter. <laughs> yeah. My new uh, phrase is there's bravery and brevity. So Oh, I love that. <laughs> is that your invention? Which I was I w- I just came up with that. I hope no one else has said that before. <laughs> Copyright that immediately. Get on that. Yeah. Call your call your IP guy. That's really good. Yeah. There's bravery. <laughs> but yeah, that that also made me wonder then, could this have just been another movie like ex machina where we cut out a lot of like i think it definitely could have been work where there was like you know exciting conclusion yeah. and didn't have to draw on for eight or whatever hours but hey you know it yeah, is yeah you're, you're probably right i mean again um after we come out of this uh 
quarantine situation, who knows what the industry will look like and who knows what the new trends will be. Maybe we'll go back to movies because <laughs> they have been playing catch up TV for a while. All right. Um, I think that's all we have to talk about this week. Oh, I hope yeah. some of you guys are uh, stuck with us. I'm sorry about the, the, the technical hiccup. You know, it happens. We're telecommuting. Um, yeah. If any of you guys have questions for us, of course, put them in the comments or feel free to leave a review on iTunes and ask a question there. And we'll definitely read it on the next uh, program on the next show, which will be at next Wednesday, 4 PM central standard time here in the winter is coming Facebook page. Mia, have any other thoughts before we sign off? Uh, no. <laughs> I think Westworld will be, will be the last season. It's the next one. I feel like that's where it's going. Ooh, I uh, thought I saw something where it said they had like five seasons planned. I'm like, Oh God, no. There was like one. Just quote sad, yeah. where Nolan said like, I, I want to do at least one more. And I figure like, uh, that's all they're going to be allowed to do. Yeah. Is my guess. <laughs> I don't hate the show. It's just, um, I, it needs some redirection. It needs to have ended. Let me do it the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it more next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for watching, you guys. Mia, always good talking to you. And we'll be back next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>